Welcome back, everyone, to the Dip Dudes podcast. Uh, we got some great topics this week. Uh, they built up because we didn't have a pod last week, but that's okay, because now we can make up for that with some juicy, juicy stories. Yeah, on the, the 420 special. Will the podcast Mm-mm-mm. be longer? No. It'll probably be <laughs> No, <most> it won't. <laughs> no, will we have made up we'll, for that we'll, lost hour? Maybe 45 we'll, minutes? <laughs> Will no. it be denser quality? Probably not. No. But but we're back. Wait, can we start we're off back. and talk about the uh the the game? The the paper trading? Oh Noah uh, really yes. wants to talk yeah, about the paper trading. Let me pull it up. I I wonder why Noah would love to talk yeah, about the paper gee, trading. Yeah, I, I don't even know what it's at right now. I've never checked like a recent uh, number. Investopedia. <laughs> I haven't actually. Uh-huh. Well, because it's been a while. Simulator. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for our, I, I think for I stopped vast... looking on like Wednesday of last week. I stopped for looking our vast majority after the first week because you said it was a one week game. Yeah, and, I and then again. we we uh, we didn't record and we never like said we should continue. So whatever, I'm down to do it oh, uh, still... this next oh, week though. Wow. Get get some more uh, some more uh, rules down. Boys, I'm up seven percent. For I know it's what nice. Am I Warren for Buffett? Our, uh, the vast fuck? listening office uh, or uh, vast listening, uh, you know, audience. We uh, started some paper trading in Investopedia, and I think we all had our different methods of approach. Uh, oh, this yeah. week we are ending. Noah has plus seven percent. I have plus one and a half percent. And Spike is down. Spike is down. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know exactly how much, but it's it's more than thirty percent. It's, uh, it's uh, 35 percent. Manny, you're almost at two percent actually, and I'm almost at eight. And okay, well, Spike traded all his well money just, away. Might as well just round us up here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we had about us a... up to minus five. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> It looks like we all had vastly different strategies of investing, and uh, yeah, over this past two weeks, I would love to hear what Noah's strategy has been to get his insane gains. Yeah, let's let's, let's look at the the winner over here. Okay, well, wow, wow, we're really taking the Buffett <laughs> approach. I see with the Coca Cola, and then just Q Q Q a quarter of your. I want the sport. winner. Let the winner talk for his own all stakes. Right, all right, right Mister Thirty-five percent. All right, all right. Listen, I, I, I won't talk. We started on a Thursday, and then it was Good Friday, right? And mm-hmm. so it was closed. And then on Monday, I had to buy something, and for some reason, Build a Bear was on a climb. And we all know that BBW is a great ticker, so mm-hmm. I bought f- like fifty thousand dollars of it, and I was like, I'm just gonna buy a majority of that. And then I forgot what. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. I, it was kind of a joke too because Build I didn't a Bear. Like, how, how is Build a Bear in business? I didn't realize you like, just said Build a Bear's public company to me. I, I can't believe you didn't even look at it. <laughs> you, That's what when, I invested in. When you said I, I you invested waiting. in, when you said you invested in BBW, I. Didn't even look into it. I was like, oh, that, that's pretty funny, and I didn't even know what company it was. Yes, yeah, boys. Okay. That makes it's it even funnier now, better. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I was hoping that I would just port. win based on that trade. Oh my god! And I didn't know that it was delayed twenty minutes, and so I kept throwing stocks in there, and it wouldn't buy. And I was, you know, at the price yeah. That I, wanted. I, I, the, the delay is uh, kind of a bitch, honestly. And yeah. so I bought like a hundred thousand dollars worth, and that's all we have. But then I could just buy a margin, so I, was, <laughs> I bought like. <laughs> canoe was was just like i was on uh weeble it was like one of the top like up in the last five minutes or something I'm like oh, okay i'm gonna buy, buy some of that and <laughs> it's made me 27 percent in the last two oh isn't that crazy i don't know why canoe's Damn. up so much the penny stock um and then i bought datadog coke and qqq just to like even everything out because mm-hmm. The Holy Trinity would date a dog up with the <laughs> punching up with the big guys. But they're all down, like more or less. You know what I mean? Like Build a Bear, I lost a thousand bucks, and but I feel like QQQ is the most random out of all of these. Random. Like what? What random. made you want to go f- what do you for mean, like dude? stability in this like 
dartboard of an investing portfolio. I don't think this is a dartboard. Coke is super stable. QQQ is, is, is not looking you know, you at, at Build-A-Bear. It's it's pretty relo- like stable. Like Dad and Dog um, is a really stable canoe, company. In my getting, opinion, Canoe is stable. I've got eight yeah, K from it, asshole. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> mean it's argument? stable. I know, but that's my risk. So you stock. don't that's need you don't need to invest in the top S and P five hundred in your entire port for it to be stable. Like he's like would, very would, diverse here. I feel like. I would like to note that aside from the QQQ, I like everything else. (laughs) I I, I respect that. (laughs) In December of 2020, uh, Canoe was at $22 and now it's at $77. Okay, can I just... Exactly call it stable. Let me just pitch to you my thought process for a second, Manny, and then then we can agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. I I invested, it was five stocks we had to invest in and I don't want to put any more effort into it. Four of them, I wanted just to be kind of like, it can't move that much, right? And Bill Bear was going up. Like, I didn't think it was going to fucking tank in the next like, four <laughs> days or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then one penny stock, and I picked Canoe, and boy, did it work. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. And yeah. it was kind I of like. Joe Byron really helped you I there. feel like it's a classic <laughs> gamble, in my opinion, you know? Like, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, it is. It wasn't anything fancy. Okay, I like to so play. What, what was your guys? Let's go to that. Um, yeah, sure, sure. We can go to the loser right away. <laughs> so I wanted to... I feel like Spike wanted some sympathy in that comment. We no, just I let didn't. Him roll I it. didn't, actually. I didn't. <laughs> and we'll just go to the loser right away. <laughs> um, so on the last, like... Uh, pod last other week i mentioned that like 10 week average with algm and i wanted to like you know just test the waters so threw some cash at that down eight percent but you know that's all right um Mm, mm, mm. and then also i noticed delta was due to report at the end of the like the end of the week um their q1 and i just like was seeing how they were like um adding like more lines back um recently and how they're like forecasting like pretty decent like forecasts and then they dropped their results some up two percent so that one wasn't bad actually um they didn't they missed earnings but they like so they i think i was down for a little bit but they like kind of surged back because they like i think everyone realized like oh wait they actually like forecasted like really good like summer quarters so and then it seems like it it seems like most of your losses are from uh option trading yeah yeah yeah, absolutely those are the only two stocks that i bought um i bought let me open the trade history so i i bought some delta calls along with my my uh stock buy i don't i think those tanked because the the market like i bought like early strike date calls um Mm. so like base and i just stopped watching it too to be like to be honest i stopped watching once we like stopped doing it wednesday it felt like um but i think i lost I i don't know how much exactly i lost or wait let's see I thought one of the rules was we had to trade five different stocks. Yeah. Honestly, when you said that, I I didn't even remember that was a rule, but are I you, guess Spike did that. Spike did not do that, though. Did you? Are you talking? I thought we said huh? tickers. Oh, even tickers. Like, did you trade five? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you look I, at his trade had, history. Yeah. yeah, I had Microsoft as well. I had oh my Microsoft gosh. calls. No, you're totally right. Sorry about that. Yeah, I had like a ton of put or options actually, but I I called Microsoft. That has failed miserably. I'm down 92% on that. Lost 8K. <laughs> um, I thought the the tech rally would come. What I wonder what Microsoft's at right now actually. Not well. <laughs> so that, that was just like kinda, stable that, usually too. Yeah, that that was just kind of like a dumb like oh like let's. It's Microsoft, right? 
Um, and then I found this real estate company. And so I shorted them. They own like basically like land development. And yeah, so I think I bought puts, but uh, I think that's more of a longer play. I don't know why I would think it would like necessarily go down in two weeks. So that was just kind of like a wasn't thinking of like the time constraint we had, you know? Yeah. Um. What else? I bought some options for that dollar index tracker, the UUP. And I think I was up at like, I don't know, one or like 3% like a couple days after. And then it just tanked. <laughs> so I lost like 15 grand on that. Um, you know, Spike, like no offense in this. Um, yeah. But I feel like I this sounds it. like exactly how you would invest if you were just given a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> That's funny you should say that. Trading it, account. It's, it's really not this. I was just like trying to like, I don't know, have fun with it. I guess I wasn't like really worried about necessarily losing money. I feel like this is what happens when you give Spike like an alternative like reality where he had 100k <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. and like he like he, and he trades like yeah. where he wants to but like wouldn't actually do it because he has too much constraint. Yeah. I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say though is like if you got 100k and it wasn't a problem of you losing it, this is how you would kind of like <laughs> fucking gamble yeah, with maybe, it. And yeah. you'd be like, ah, oh, damn, yeah. like I'm down oh, 35%. Shucks, man. But... <laughs> Carmax beat their earnings. You got to pay to play. You know? my puts. <laughs> that was another one of my plays. Fuck you, Carmax. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you bet? Did you bet that Carmax was gonna do well or? Do no, poorly? I bought puts. I thought they were gonna miss. Uh, but well, they, that's like, yeah. shot like ten percent or something. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I kind of had a, a boring strat in comparison because I just kind of went on Yahoo News. When mm -hmm. I, Noah, Noah did this with one of his as well, but uh, I just found Whoa, finger what, pointing. what uh need to justify something here or what? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just I was just pointing out a little similar similarity. Can I know which one I would it is? Go on. No, no, no. It's not the same stock, but it was the same uh, justification you gave for buying one of them. Oh, fair it was nice. just uh, I went on the biggest movers for today and saw everything that was up, <laughs> and then I and then I would and then I would just buy like ten percent of my port and whatever was up, and then sell like a few days later, just hoping the momentum would kind of <laughs> the you inverse know, ring. dude philosophy. <laughs> it is. It is. Oh, and, but I could, if, it, if you're going for something super short term. You know. Oh yeah, 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 that's that's the way to do it, right? <laughs> like, 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 if if you want something super short term and it's like dips twenty percent, you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna flip that real quick. <laughs> like, yeah, three M and it went down four percent. So uh, my philosophy was to ride the momentum of the stocks, and it kind of kind of did well. I was up like four percent on one, three and a half on the other, two percent, but it's it's just kind of mediocre performance, which is interesting because. The fact that these like stayed semi-stable after being like up like fifteen percent some days is uh was surprising to me. Like I didn't lose money on a lot of them, but like I just didn't make a lot of money on a lot of them because I just bought after they popped. So then they kind of just like petered out after that. Nice. So uh, what was your biggest uh, gainer? Four percent gained four hundred dollars on. Arrowhead ph Pharmaceuticals, <laughs> oh, a pharmaceutical yes. company. <laughs> yes. Arrowhead Pharmaceuticals, Pharmaceuticals is a biopharmaceutical company which engages in the development of medicines and treat interactable diseases by silencing the genes that cause them. Interesting. See, I didn't even read into these companies before I bought them. I just uh, looked at their tickers. Went into Vestapedia and said, bye. <laughs> okay, I go on this list and then I try to look for a ticker of something I, I sort of recognize at least, right? Uh -huh. Manny yeah, went like for Q, the Q, big money. You or... somewhat recognize QQQ. I see ads for QQQ. What? <laughs> I see ads all the time on YouTube for QQQ. They must be making what? hand over fist on whoever invests into this. I see ads all the time for QQQ. I do too. I don't think I've seen a single one. It's it, it's always the same one too, right? Where they're like they have like those uh like filming uh 
they're, they're doing like a film set, right? And it's like a futuristic like film set where like they have like the balls on them to do the CGI. No. <laughs> uh, I, I it might be, but I definitely see QQQ commercials. And you know, you know, when they have CGI, they have like the blue like balls that are like on yeah, like the cgi like, like blue smurf balls you, you know ah uh, yes 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 it's blue blue balls cgi you guys know what i'm talking about hey you guys what commercial do you see for qqq what, what could, describe your commercial noah <laughs> guys welcome Q-Q-Q back to the commercial, commercial describing podcast <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm genuinely curious what what commercial that. Like, right, can we move on? I don't a, give a shit. What are we doing this week? What are we rundown. doing this week in the paper trade? Oh, this uh, is cool. I'm I, I'm sticking by my strategy, but I'm gonna do a little bit more research into the exact companies to see if I can. Uh, well, like, what do we do? We just want to do the same rule set. Oh uh, yeah, we didn't think of any different rule sets, huh? Mm-mm. Mm. You boys have any specific industries uh, you want to focus in? That'd be kind. Of, be I kind think of fun. we do the same rule set. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Spike, can you up the money? Uh, I'm looking right now. But we also might use a different app, huh, or something. Game settings. Yeah, I'd be down to look into a different app, honestly. But we'll, we'll discuss that off the pod. But yeah, I think yeah, we should yeah. up the money. And then we're gonna add a limit, like we have to all do five option trades. Um, okay, but everything more else day is, trading is available. I think everything else is the same, but we should also have to, you know, I think you should have to buy some stocks as well, and then also have to do some option trade. I mean, so five. Okay. Like that. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put out. I'm. I'm gonna put out a wicked prediction and say that all. If all of us option trade. Minus thirty five percent is not going to be the, <laughs> the the worst performance that one of us has. That's that's, that's would be fun though. That'd be really absolutely, fun. absolutely. I we'll I think like, uh, the best person will be like minus forty. Probably it's just yeah. whoever can't lose money. <laughs> Damn, it'd I be think, great. It, yeah, I don't know. It, it's kind of like hit or miss. <laughs> no, like. like you you can make like five puts that are super likely to land. Are you kidding me? Trade like yeah, Pinco it's or something. difficult in a week though. That's the thing. You got to find the right thing. But Guys, I'm down. Some, Let's do some five. Some so don't five, move for years. So five options and five um stocks holds. Yeah. That's fair, right? And yeah. then nothing in your port and wipe wipe the port wipe, <laughs> wipe all gains the port. and losses by when monday uh sure okay monday 10 a.m we have to wipe right, the good. port okay you just have to be empty everything invested oh shit all right fuck <laughs> yeah I don't know what 10 a.m. though. Might, that might be difficult. <clears throat> on Monday? 10 a.m. Yeah. on a Monday? You don't get about 10 a.m. on a Monday? We have tomorrow and... You're like, just going to do it all in like an 10. hour. Yeah, uh, dude. Uh, all right, fair I don't enough. Think I'm down. Matters. I'm down. Let's do it. I don't Let's think do it, it matters <laughs> if you wipe your port at 10 or 11. I got to do this tomorrow, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. definitely going to try tomorrow. All right. Sounds good. And then five tickers at least. Yeah, they could be the same though for the options if you want. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, agree. Okay, <clears throat> let's move on right. to an actual something interesting that happened. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Um, talk about Apple. If yeah, yeah let's, let's talk about Apple. A little a little backstory to uh, these headlines as we're gonna see more and more as it gets hotter. We're talking about the Apple headset. There may Uh-oh. or may not be a a uh, backdoor bet with uh, <laughs> some of the some of the boys on if Apple is going to deliver this headset or not. There's um, $100 or $200, who, who's going to say? <laughs> who's counting? On, who's who's counting? not looking every day? <laughs> <laughs> Making sure they don't delete the message in Discord. <laughs> oh, I have a screenshot, don't worry. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so uh, some people have been skeptical on whether or not this 
headset from Apple is going to come out, this VR headset, AR headset, whatever it's going to be, because it's kind of hasn't really been in the philosophy of what Apple is doing. Usually they're like late to the game, but like has everything like really dialed in and VR is kind of still shaky. You've seen what Meta went all in on VR and see what happened to them. So, you know, people didn't think big old Apple was going to throw their hat into the ring with this VR. But it looks like it may just be happening with little WWDC uh, um, gathering that they have every year. It should be like June 5th this year. And there's a lot of leaks of this VR headset coming out. And the latest one that those Apple sheep were uh, blowing their load on was two words. Uh, and that was blown away. The only headline that came out was <laughs> one, one one tester of Apple's Reality Pro headset says they were, quote unquote, blown away by it. And that got all the Apple oh fanboys riled up in armies, uh, like just kissing the feet of Apple. Like, I didn't think it was going to be good, but now like this has really got me this excited. And This one guy, <laughs> this one insider that uh-huh. that like that, like this is just a leak too like like, like granted it's a quote-unquote like credible leak of like someone that has leaked true information in the past but some like higher up or some like huge shareholder of apple maybe got like their hands on this uh headset leak and uh, they got to try it on and they were quote-unquote blown away hmm. is that does that does that get the boys excited i think i have one thing to say mm-hmm. i'm blown That's away right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that would actually be two things but thank you thank you for sharing Noah. um <laughs> yeah i mean i don't really care <laughs> i just care Noah, for the sake of the the off offside bet, yeah yeah but... no no with with uh no no uh personal bias behind this on uh, who you want to win do you think <laughs> apple is going to come out with the headset this year <laughs> you know what i didn't think they were going to come out with the headset at first because and now it he seems does like such a dumb market blown away <laughs> for them to enter but like why would they do that but also they like tease the car and shit and that's never gonna yeah, happen. True, true. And I've heard people come up with theories that they're gonna buy like Adobe, you know, or really? fucking oh Tes- God, or Tesla, dude. or like, or some because they have so much cash, right? And yeah. they need to make an enormous acquisition in a different type of market that they can't be seen as monopoly, of course, right? Um, right. But that would also benefit their business as a whole, so that. It, I'm guessing so these laws don't catch up with them. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but I I I don't think they're gonna do it. You you don't think it's gonna come out? All these rumors are smoke and mirrors. I think or it's just gonna be like a- Apple Car, where it's like there's gonna be rumors filtering out, but then it never comes to fruition. I kind of feel like that, but I this is like really damning. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I I still think it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I guess the I'm, more rumors, the more rumors I see, like the almost like the less I want to hear about it because it's like it's people just like trying to hype it up, you know? Yeah, it just goes. So you're like, like does this like completely validate it for you? Does this completely validate it for me? Yeah, I am like right now. I'm legitimately like fifty fifty on if they even announce it at WWDC this year. How about I'm that? Okay. Uh, June fifth, okay. so like a month and a half. That's re- that's pretty likely, though. I guess so. You you kind of think they're gonna do it? Yeah, I, I I think it's a flip of a coin if they announce it this year. Interesting. But they aren't but even like, in why gaming. Do they, why do they need? Why is there a need for them right now? Well, what do they do with it? What do you do with the headset? That's been like the main question. Is like what are is is gonna be like the main draw behind it? and Ain't no one's um, gaming on fucking mac bro <laughs> yeah no one's gaming on mac i i think there's gonna be a huge lean into fitness because it's for Apple the office lo- oh no go ahead for fitness fitness yeah interesting you know they're yeah, throwing one of their m chips in there right oh for sure <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like the, like apple apple is like crazy big on fitness with the apple watch and stuff and they literally have an app called apple fitness and like 
Mm-hmm. I think that they're just going to incorporate a launch, uh, you know, like you're going to have like a Peloton app with, you know, so you can bike and instead of having a little iPad on the front of your thing, you can like actually be in like the Alps as you're biking up the mountain or whatever. Are they so going to buy gonna be... Peloton? That'd be such an easy acquisition for them. They're worth nothing now. Probably yeah, but I feel like Apple would just make their own Peloton and do a little Apple bike. Yeah, they probably don't want the uh, baby killing underlining. Yeah. I would... <laughs> 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 that was like the first thing I got. I was like, would Apple buy a baby killing company? Uh, <laughs> All right, we got to uh, stop bringing that up. <laughs> it's the only thing you can think about when you learn about it. It's it, sad, but it's, it is the one thing that comes to mind when yeah, I think of Peloton is dead why. babies. Uh, Sorry. Like, maybe maybe we're just dumb, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. That would be a pretty easy acquisition, and they would get all the technology, right? I... True. They could True. probably build it easily, but it would be probably even cheaper to buy it. I don't know. Yeah. Sticking in the Apple news, two days ago, big Apple news. No no rumors here, no smoke and mirrors. Real news. Real hard news. Mm. Uh, if you have an Apple card, there may be an interesting proposition for you that Apple just teamed up with Goldman Sachs to offer you. They created a uh, savings account with Goldman Sachs and their big draw is that their um, interest rate on the savings account is 4.15%, which is quote unquote, 10 times the national average of uh, savings accounts, which like that they just average all the savings accounts together and and that's what they got. They usually get like 0.4%, but I get like, 0.01% 0.01% in Chase. And like most of the big banks oh, yeah, actually nothing. give you nominally nothing. This is a savings account. You can, there's no minimum. You can withdraw whatever you want. You it's can. It's like a money market. It, it, it's basically a money market account, but it functions as a, uh, a savings account that you have on like your Apple Cash on your Apple wallet and it pays you 4.15%. Do you really think they're not? Is, okay. Uh, me and me and Spike actually talked about this the other day. Um, do you okay. not think that it's gonna be difficult to withdraw money from it at some point? No. I you think they're just gonna offer this insane rate after Goldman Sachs has been losing billions of dollars working with Apple to open up these random accounts with the consumers? Like I I, I don't even get the philosophy around it. It sounds great. Um, it is very competitive. Um, Spike can put his two cents in. Yeah, go ahead. What what it feels like is, um, like, Apple did not approach Goldman Sachs for the Apple card and now this. It seems like Goldman Sachs went to Apple to offer him this. If I were Goldman Sachs, I would want to work with Apple, and I think Goldman Sachs is, like... Think of the the exposure you get from that. And, And on top of it, like... That's just more cash flow, I guess. Even though they're losing it, they think they can like invest it better. They're like better than they can lose it, I guess, in a sense, right? And just that's like I don't know. If anything, know it in the future, it's not going to be four point one five percent. That's just what they opened and offered the rate at. But like as the Fed fund rate will eventually, hopefully, go down in the future. They're not going to be able to keep 4%. Like, it's not going to yeah. be realistic. I just don't but really also- get it. Like, why now, especially in, like, the the general, like, consensus towards banks right now, why would I not go to a, like, Goldman Sachs directly or a bank, like, a be- Chase Because the best, the best rate, if you can go to Goldman Sachs directly, is, like, okay, 4%. Okay, but there's, there's other, like, accounts that have this rate. Oh, no, I'm not getting are- 0.15 that are like no there's like 3.8 percent you can get like goldman sachs themselves has like a three point like eight five percent i don't know yeah, yeah, why would i not that, just that's, that's go saying, yeah. to goldman sachs for that security and like i don't know just doesn't make sense it's just seems like it's just to funnel you through the apple ecosystem yeah manny's saying it's a little bit more and that's their shtick right yeah that's their draw enough. And for people like me or Noah that have already been sucked into the Apple ecosystem, it's a very easy way just to 
put away some cash. Yeah, I think they're unkillable. So I don't I, I don't usually think about that about monopolies either. But so I I wouldn't even feel bad keeping money with Apple. I keep money with, you know, a lot shadier people. So I think that <laughs> <laughs> unkillable Apple, like it's not <laughs> I don't think they're just gonna like take it away one time. Apple's gonna be like, actually you cannot withdraw your money, no. <laughs> yeah, can you withdraw money? Like can you get cash for it? That's what the whole you idea. You put, it, it's a savings account. You put cash in, you take cash out. I know, but can I go to an ATM and get cash out of my good question. Apple savings account? I get, like, no, you, you can just, debit no, card you, no, you can just withdraw it to your uh, bank account and then get it that way. But you can like spend the cash through your Apple wallet through the savings so account. So I can't so even like, directly pull money in the hard cash from that account. Do you, no. ever, do you ever use Apple Pay when you check out you, online, you, Spike? Yeah. When you check out now, instead of charging to the credit card, it'll just like withdraw it from your bank account holdings in your Apple account. You get what I'm saying? That's the whole idea. No, so I understand like, the idea. I just like don't like why wouldn't they find a way to offer that, I guess. Because they don't want to like open up different branches we have to go to an atm well, and have an just, apple debit card and stuff it's through goldman sachs right so why why can't i go to a goldman sachs i bet location? you can i bet you, you they're gonna give out debit cards as well is my guess with it if you open up a savings account yeah they'll, they'll send i you bet you're right card. yeah because every love you do that with every other cards right <laughs> another even excuse. if it's not titanium it should be but even if it's not do all savings account have a card though i feel like that's mostly just checking accounts Mm, you might be right. I guess I don't really have a savings card. Yeah. Who cares? I've, I've, I've never. Let's move I've, on. I've never had. I've never had a, a savings <laughs> account. But yeah, yeah, I'm done to move on. I have a savings account and it sucks. I get like one percent. Oh, maybe you should move it to Apple. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I only brought up the story because, like, I think I'm gonna move my money there. That's really? crazy. There's, there's no. But- there's, yeah, all there's of no it? point. Uh, I'd say at least half. Okay. Fair enough. Like, there's no point. There's no point in having my money in a checking account with Chase, except for the fact that it's like easily withdrawable. Like you said, like if I needed like cash tomorrow, then I'll keep it there. You know. But like, you can put your money into a money market or something more stable, other than a savings account with Chase. Uh, where they'll take it and invest it, and you can get like three or close to four percent. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but and you were just saying the other day that me not putting my money in a big bank was like super ridiculous, you know? Well, what's the point with getting less percentage and then not being able to take it out with the money market fund? Like, there's a penalty when you do that. There's definitely going to be a penalty with it if you take this out, or some like. Some something within the lines, you know. It's not just gonna be like, oh, you get four percent, but you can withdraw all the time. That's that's literally w- like what the big draw and is. And when's the payout? Like quarterly, monthly? Tell me this, Manny. Tell me. I'm pretty <laughs> damn sure it's monthly. Okay. Uh. Well, it, it's honestly kind of interesting. I feel like there's got to be something like it. It's not like they're just like they 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 just broke <laughs> landed on the moon or did something crazy you know i mean they were the first tech company to like make their own credit cards like they definitely want in on on the finance game and like they're willing to take a bite when they first get in so they know that all these rich apple customers are going to keep their money with them just my two cents though all right, can we talk about some lithium now? Lithium. Oh yes. Talk about those boring <laughs> shit in this fucking podcast. Oh my god! You want to keep talking about your one percent APR on your savings <laughs> this account? This is a tech podcast. <laughs> um, so this Chinese. Actually, I would argue lithium is industrials, but all right. I know that's what I'm saying. We usually talk about tech. We were talking about finance oh. before. Hey, this this is about the source to <laughs> his tech. boring ass shit. You don't have your your Apple glasses without this lithium. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. 
Um, so this Chinese company called Gochin, and they met with the Taliban Ministry of Mine and Petroleum. I tried to find information about this company, and all that was popping up is what I'm about to tell you right now. I couldn't find like what they do, where they're based out of in China. Like I couldn't find their website. <laughs> like I have no idea what this company is. But they just like discussed a ten billion dollar investment into Afghanistan uh, in order for them to receive access to their lithium mines. What? Yeah. Ten billion dollars. They're, they're they're investing ten billion dollars in in uh, Afghanistan's lithium mines. So they're basically saying like, "We'll we'll build out these mines for you." No, if, no, if it's we not. Well. Access. So what they're doing is they're like investing into like uh, Afghanistan itself. Like they're they said they would repair this pass, this mountain pass that's been like destroyed from from the war. Um, they said they'd like repair that within seven months and like build like a new tunnel. And they're also saying that all the lithium that they like mine will be processed in Afghanistan so it will also um, they're estimating it will add one million dollars or sorry one million more jobs like new jobs basically mm. and this has been in the works for a while because in 2021 um, when the US pulled out of um, Kabul they uh there was like concern that China was going to try and fill that like power void, you know, and try mm -hmm. and get access to all these like uh, materials resources, and, and yeah. resources in Afghanistan. And like they were concerned with them for like mining as well. Um, and yeah, it's just it here that like, came to fruition. That Gochin also voiced interest in developing other infrastructure, including a hydroelectric dam. And a new yeah, that's, tunnel, that's pretty big. and the Sawang Gateway connecting Eastern Afghanistan with China and Russia. So, it's almost like <laughs> like a state company. It feels like coming in from China. I, I, yeah, I have no idea. Investing in <laughs> ten billion Afghanistan. In, did I? Did I? I don't know. Did I already say this? These, How do you find these um... crazy ass stories? <laughs> Uh, come on. I found this a while ago. I had to save it. Um, it's kind of sketchy, but it's on topic of stuff we've been talking about. Right? Yeah, because <laughs> we've been mentioning China in the Middle East for, for a while now. But um, they the mines are estimated to be worth like $1 trillion. So like $10 billion is just like laughable. Drop in the bucket. Yeah. yeah. Are they like, just like untouched type of thing? Yes, yes. It's gonna cost a lot of money like they're, to they're get a lot of money. Deposits. Yeah, fair enough. But like, yeah, I I don't think like the ten, the ten they're necessarily gonna turn down the ten billion. They ex they signed a, a deal in um, January for oil to extract oil for five hundred forty million. So, really? Yeah, it was with um some Chinese gas and petroleum company, probably probably state owned. You know what I mean? I mean, honestly, this move makes a lot of sense. Like, China is one of the biggest movers, definitely by volume of electric cars, which is like the one of the biggest draws of lithium. And people have been like criticizing how much lithium we're gonna need for batteries for electric cars, and most of lithium is mined in like maybe four different countries. I know Australia has the yeah, biggest Australia amount of exports. Leeds, um, and then it's followed by Chile, Leeds. China, um, Argentina, Brazil, Zimbabwe, and Portugal. But yeah, Australia so it's basically takes up 50%, Australia. Chile's twenty five, China's thirteen, and then it just kinda fizzles out after like, that. But it's that really is an, Australia. It's, that is an insane amount of oligopoly to have for something that is going to be highly needed in the next like 30 years. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like basically every electronic item that has a battery in it is going to need that. Yeah. And in, in 2021, they were producing 13%. So 
Who was China? China, yeah. Damn. So uh, it makes sense. It's on. It's I. I hate to say it, but I think it's a. It's probably a smart investment. Ten yeah, million dollars seems like a, a big amount. Absolutely, because that will just like imp- continue to further improve their relationship over there. On to other conspiracy theories. Did you hear that Fox News got sued? Yeah, I know. For um, pretty much lying, I think it was about the 2020 um, voting bullshit. Remember that? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never really dug into that. I knew that that was something on the media that they were rushing back and forth to either side, that there was voting fraud during the Mm -hmm. entire thing. But... I saw this article that talked about a company that invested in uh, Dominion voting systems, which is the one that sued them for slander or defamation or whatever it is. Yeah. And so there was this company, um, an investment company called Staples Street Capital. And they, in 2018, invested in Dominion voting system. They got a 76% stake for $38 million dollars. And um, they go about this lawsuit to sue Fox News, and they charge them for 1.6 billion, and they just made 780 million dollars from it. Wow, that's what they settled at, which is about half. I wonder how much money Fox News is actually worth. Like, like, is this a, a drop in the bucket for them, or is this actually a big hit? You know, something funny that I saw is it said it was on the wall street journal and it said like wall street journal is owned by the same parent company news corp that owns fox which is the parent company of fox news so i think this to the very top was absolutely nothing (laughs) to fox news it probably was a little bit of a hit but you know yeah, probably just not. from a, a quick Google search, it says around seventeen billion is what Fox is worth. So it's not, yeah, not, not a small, not not a small hit for I, them. But I think I, you're right. Is like that some big conglomerate just owns them, and this is really laughable. Yep, but it's it's a huge win for this little company. It is a it is a big win, but I think it's like a week's worth of revenue for Fox. I mean, if they're worth seventeen billion, nearly a billion dollar settlement probably isn't a week's worth. But yeah, you're probably not too far off. Maybe like maybe a month. News Corp makes ten billion dollars a year in 2022. So Spike is kind of close. <laughs> this was a hit. <laughs> And that's just their revenue. Like I don't know how much that they're net netting, you know. Yeah. It's- I did see some like weird conspiracy uh, Twitter thread about how there's only six companies that own like all of the news organizations in all of the U.S. They do. Which I don't think it's, I don't think it's even a conspiracy. I think, yeah, I think that's totally true. It's not yeah. a conspiracy. But, uh, you know what? News is no longer a thing. Buzzfeed. <laughs> Buzzfeed News got shut down I- today. I did see No the, way. Uh, did it really? Yeah. For what? Um, Actually, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put a rant of applause for that. <laughs> yeah, they, they are laying off 15% of their workforce, and their stock is down 20%. And what's funny What percent of their workforce is going? 15%. Is, is 15? Well, if they're shutting down, why isn't it, like, 90? 100%. Like, you just said what? that it's shutting down, Spike. How is shutting down? I think it's they're also they're, it's that's their total workforce. Sorry, not just for BuzzFeed News because like BuzzFeed as a whole, obviously, is a bunch of different conglomerates. So they're saying mm. overall they're um, laying off fifteen percent and they're shutting down BuzzFeed News. And I think they're they said they'd like make positions available um, at HuffPost, which they they acquired in twenty twenty. Um, and I was in, I, I was thinking like why did like BuzzFeed News fail right and it yeah. was 
I, in my opinion, because it had BuzzFeed's name like directly attached to it. So it kind of like immediately lost that credibility when you're trying to be a like news outlet. I don't know. Because you, you think of them as kind of like a blog slash like gossip like corporation, I guess. Do you guys remember a few weeks ago when I had that story that BuzzFeed was going to incorporate AI to like make their stories yeah, yeah, better or yeah. something? Yeah. It's like that didn't pan out very well for them. No, no clearly not. not. But, but I, I feel like BuzzFeed, like, there is a BuzzFeed big just fig- figured out there's, a big difference in what? Like there's, they have their company BuzzFeed and BuzzFeed.com where it looks like they're making all their money. I think they had a subsidiary of BuzzFeed News and... It looks like they're just shutting that news sector down. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Which has no, obviously yeah, been yeah. around for us for a very long time. And, you know, it's culturally relevant and everything. That's not what I'm saying. But uh, they're probably going to get around this financially and, and pan out as a company. I don't know, dude. They're trading at uh, $0.75 cents today. Oh, at close, yeah. They opened at $0.90. Cents. <laughs> so I don't, if, I don't know if... I forgot to lay that groundwork for you there, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't think they'll shut down. Right. You, you know what? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they'll get bought Buzzfeed. out. But it, it seems like they were going to like get rid of it at, at some point because they acquired HuffPost in 2020. So like, why wouldn't you just like focus more on that, you know? Quote me now, BuzzFeed is going to be is. one of my five option trades for this week. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to short way? it. Which way? Which <laughs> way? I really don't know. Interesting. Damn, though. That was an interesting one. I wonder how big BuzzFeed News was in the scope of BuzzFeed. I'm assuming like one-fifth considering that their stock was down 20%. The investors just row it off a fifth of their company. Yeah, I don't know if it works one to one proportionally like that. Maybe. No, I know, but <laughs> it's it, 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 it might be a good indicator. I mean, if they're laying off fifteen percent total, how much of that do you think is just the news, the Buzzfeed? Yeah, it's not a lot. That feels like not a ton. I yeah. guess maybe Buzzfeed News might have been about fifteen percent of their workforce. No, because they said they're going to move people over from HuffPost. I bet it's yeah. more like 25% they're, of their workforce. I don't think everyone on BuzzFeed News is going to just automatically have a position at HuffPost. I think they're only taking like a select few. Yeah, you might be right. It's probably true. The ones that write the really good AI articles. Yeah, yeah the ones who, who put in the good prompts. <laughs> the- <laughs> Aren't you a good ChatGP prompter? <laughs> the ones, the ones that have been showing up to the office the last couple weeks. Eh, yeah, we'll just do those guys. True. Yeah, whatever. You're not fighting, for working from home. Any <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, good stories for us this week? I uh, saw this article on McDonald's, and they've been having like huge troubles with their franchisees, which kind of reminded me of like Starbucks... And their union problems to an extent. It's obviously yeah. not the same, but uh, they've been disputing for a really long period of time, and franchisees have been like forming these different conglomerates and states in order to get different laws passed with senators. Um, and you know, I, I, I think I said franchisees is. 95% of McDonald's in the U.S. is franchisees, which it's not in other countries. Like, they're owned by McDonald's. They're and fully operated by them, yada, yada, yada. So it's easier for them to regulate the food that goes in, how it's served. Right. Uh, maybe you know, it's different. Much variety. This kind of piqued my interest because I feel like when I find a locally owned McDonald's, it's either better or absolutely terrible. But if you how do you tell if it's locally? Yeah, I don't. I, how do you tell? They have it on the cup, and the one really? in Dana Point. Yeah. <laughs> it just really the one the, in the, the one in Dana Point is okay. The one in SC sucks ass. Oh my gosh, is it bad? It's really bad. <laughs> actually, the one in Dana Point. It, actually, okay is a great way to put it because I've gotten some 
you know, oh, I, I don't want to shit on it too bad, as if it matters, but my God, <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, and nevertheless, I, I kind of notice that when you go to one that's, a, you don't notice this, Spike? When you go to the one that's fran- um, owned by a franchisee, sometimes they wouldn't serve breakfast, uh, like, after the time. If it's owned by McDonald's, they'll usually serve breakfast anytime. Like you can get. I've never, I've what? never seen a McDonald's serving breakfast twenty four hours. <laughs> I've always heard that, and I've never seen it because I would totally order a breakfast at like. And, and slow, I the McDonald's there was owned by McDonald's, and it was twenty four hour breakfast. So I would get. How did you know it was owned by McDonald's? How did I know it's that? On the cup, Spike. Come on. McDonald's on the cup. Of course it's owned by McDonald's. I guess I assume yeah, that. Yeah, there's just because... a Greg on the side. <laughs> How about this? <laughs> it's a Manny's McDonald's yeah. on the side of the cup. You have to, like, there, there's certain things that McDonald's does, and then their franchisees oh. have to agree to do it. So they don't have to do it. They have to, like. Like having a not working ice cream machine. <laughs> yeah, like, for real. That's probably part of it. <laughs> Um, but pretty much last year, McDonald's told all its franchisees that they would have to face like more stringent reviews every twenty years at the restaurants and the twenty years. And they're yeah, up in but arms. I think they tested that so that it's going to come up now or something. And then the company would also incorporate new factors such as like performance history and customer complaints and deciding <laughs> whether owners can keep their locations so they can pretty much boot people more and. Uh, probably the people that are complaining, obviously, <laughs> are really um, for political reasons. McDonald's. I wonder if McDonald's like would have to buy you out of your franchise if they didn't want you to have it anymore. I'm sure it's in their terms and conditions when you buy the franchise. Yeah, in their mm. contract, there's probably some stipulation, right? Yeah, they wouldn't let them off that easy. Um, but I also read that McDonald's reported like record sales in the last three months of 2022. So they're doing fucking phenomenal. Um, I was kind of thinking about the different things that franchisees would hate that McDonald's would do to them. And they said one of the worst ones is the celebrity endorsed meals because they just lose crap tons of money on them. And because they probably have to do so much more marketing for it. I don't think they have to do any marketing. I think McDonald's does that. I think that people come for it and I don't know, maybe that whatever comes with the meal is too cheap to serve it with or people are just ordering that and they need them to order other stuff instead of just like the one celebrity meal or something for a group of three, you know, to test it. I don't know. I don't really know. And, but I did think of like the app probably ruins these franchisees. I get free food from McDonald's all the time through their little mobile app, and there's no way they get like a payout from that shit, you know? So probably not. Yeah, that is interesting. I don't know how they would lose money on the celebrity deals, but I can see the like the deals of the day cutting into their into their profit. I don't know how many people actually use the app for McDonald's though. I feel like we're the minority here. Um. Yeah, we might be the minority, but I think there's a lot of fat Americans. I think we, uh, I don't know. You're not thinking about middle America. But true, true, true. in March, Arkansas lawmaker introduced a bill that would curb what it called unreasonable practices of some franchisors. So those that manage the franchisees. And the McDonald's and more than other hundred company other like, you know, hundred companies like Wendy's and such, wrote in a letter that the bill represented one of the like most extreme franchisees regulations in the country. And was terrible and it was just passed last week and um i think the mcdonald's president uh said it, i think he said it was like not that bad and then it was terrible like the next day he's like oh, it's not the worst he's like actually this is the worst thing that ever happened in arkansas like we're fucked so <laughs> so it's bad for corporate mcdonald's and the franchisees or just no it's get good out for it's good for franchisees gotcha gotcha and so, it, so it, I, I, I now see the Starbucks comparison where it's kind of like worker empowerment, but instead it's like the millionaire that owns the franchise. Yeah, the franchise empowerment. empowerment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, like a family could come together and buy a McDonald's to own if you really wanted to, and you see that happening for Subways. I'm, I, I know I'm kind of making a generality, but 
it's not a crazy concept to buy a franchisee instead of starting your own company. That's the whole point. Yeah, no, you're right. Like when if they get like a loan to do it or something, you think? I bet you you get a better loan at a bank if you said, "Oh, I'm going to start a convenience store," or "Hey, I'm going to buy a 7-Eleven and mm-hmm. run it." You know, and I'm a, I'm a really smart guy. Yada yada yada. If you're like, "Oh, you know, fuck!" Like, there's a lot of regulations there, and they're going to like push him to you know actually sell something. And yeah, for sure. I don't and know. He has that like backing, the customer backing. Have you guys seen those I'm- videos on how crazy 7-Elevens are in Japan compared to America? Yeah, I have. It's pretty no. lit. It, I think you it's could sell like, it for a lot of things in Japan. <laughs> the Seven Eleven business in Japan is like ninety percent of their business. Like America is just like a little poop. Really? Yeah. Damn. Like it's there's a Seven Eleven like every twenty five like square meters or something. Like that. Jesus Christ! Yeah. I feel like we have them everywhere here. I know, <laughs> and they're even there's a ton there. There's like crazy statistics about it. Damn. It's like it's like a mini supermarket though. It's not like they just have like shitty hot dogs like it's the US. Like they look it, way like they nicer. Have, yeah, yeah I'm sure, it's, right? it's like a lot cleaner and like they have a lot of good food and like the sake isn't meals. blinking red. No, there's <laughs> there's literally never once been an out of order sucky at all of Seven Eleven. They haven't uh, had one blinker in Japan. <laughs> I, no. I wonder if the, everyone just loves Slurpees. <laughs> or we, we would go over to Japan, go to Seven Eleven, be like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> where is the Slurpee machine?" <laughs> you know, you know what's funny is I'd be willing to bet that uh, Japanese Seven Elevens don't even have Slurpees. I, That's I probably an American thing. I I'm I would also right bet now. on that. It's got to be an American thing, but or it's just like a thing they have, but no one gives a shit about, like we do. We have wristbands where you get free ones here. Like that's crazy. Oh, oh, here we go. While Seven Elevens are everywhere, Slurpees are a rare find. They are, yeah, but they're out there. They're, I found a website but, that lists all of them. <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> funny. Apparently, the, the drink the drink never took off in Japan. Surprise, surprise! The the sugar water. Interesting. That the Americans love. It is sugar water though. It's uh, but they're awesome. Those are still oh. some of my favorite drinks. Yeah. I mean, like sweet C- call stuff. Me, and I can... Call me a hummingbird, but fuck, I love a Slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> I could you know it's fu- I could down a Slurpee right now. The entire yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, f- f- funny comment. I found that same link you did on Reddit. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I read kind of an interesting uh, little article about EY and them going down the, the old pooper. You want to hear about it? Oh, the old pooper. It's, it <laughs> yeah, started off pooper. with, on a staff call last week, and this article came out today, a mm. senior EY executive delivered a uh, hopeful, <laughs> powerful speech to the troops um, saying, build clients every hour we can get our hands on. <laughs> because they're absolutely failing. <laughs> really? Um, I don't know if they're absolutely failing, but they just had this whole uh, breakup that they were trying to do. Did you hear about this at all? They're trying no. to break the company to two separate companies. Ah, interesting. The old Baba Classic. Yeah, they called it Project <laughs> Everest. Ah, uh, that's um, cringe. It failed, like, I, I think on the 12th or something like that. And... Uh, they blamed it on the 12th. Well, I guess it announced that they were no longer going through with it on like the 12th. Oh, or around then. Interesting. And uh, it was they blamed it on rising rates and like the market being sluggish, and uh, they said it really had nothing to do with their overall plan of the Everest cost, which honestly I think is kind of bullshit. So the whole idea is that it would have, the, the firm in America and the UK has 390,000 people working there, which is a ridiculous amount. Jesus. And they were gonna break it up from like an auditing and the consulting part of the business into two separate businesses so that they could consult the people that they also audit, which they're not allowed to do as one business. Mm-hmm. And it was I heard about that, yeah. It was this guy, Carmen DiCibio. I probably you know butchered his name. 
mm-hmm. but it was his whole plan. And I think what I read is <laughs> he said that like when he went into it, he didn't realize how expensive the cost of um, doing it through the government would be for my lack of understanding. And so he, I don't know. I guess my point from this is he had this whole plan to restructure his company. And that's what EY does as consultants. And then it cost them $600 million to do this. And they fucked up, didn't do it. And it's like, isn't it your job to restructure companies through this? Like, Holy I know they shit. probably yeah, got kind of embarrassing. That's like what like a consultant like kind of almost does. You know what I mean? They're always like come and in. I'm to... sure they hired other people to consult them on this, you know, because they can't right. consult themselves. Right. And they hired lawyers to help them. But like, how embarrassing is that? You know, it is. It shouldn't matter and... if it's your bread and butter. You should be able to like do it yourself. I feel like I'm not going to act like I really know what he was trying to do, the business of consulting, anything about accounting. <laughs> but it's it's just kind of like, I hope this thing tumbles to the ground. They're cutting 3,000 jobs. Um, I think 5% of uh, their executive workforce or something like that. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. I have some deep down jadedness towards the consultants i guess <laughs> dude yeah the the retention rate within the consulting world is abysmal it's actually insane all I've of seen. the comments on the article that i was reading about this was people that said i worked at ey and i hated it so effing much and everyone there was either wanting to leave and dine every day or just an executive drone that one like was the worst person in the world yeah that's pretty much i mean the environment that yeah that is the environment based on like firsthand experience have you heard of anyone that was at the big four that said they enjoyed their job no but Uh, i've heard of people that were proud of it i feel like the only reason you're proud of it because you're at one of the big four yeah like fair enough just because of like the prestige to even get to the big four you know it's kind of like going to a prestigious college and like hating your life and being like oh aren't you glad you go to blank yeah 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 love it it. (laughs) it's like almost what these companies are for are for those like exclusive clubs kind of you know Mm. but it creates such a pyramid that you kind of think to yourself um like one, most of the people on the outside are like, oh, I would never want to join something like that. So ridiculously competitive where you're just feeding the top, right? And then you kind of feel bad for all those people at the bottom that are trying to like have a better life. And then once you get there, is it even nice? <laughs> like, do you enjoy it? I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a pyramid scheme in my head, but I also, it, you know, yeah. notoriously it, see everything as a scheme, but. It, it can was, feel like that at understand. times. I can't lie. Like, it, it does feel like that some days. Um, Maybe every corporation is kind of like that, though. There definitely <laughs> are, like, perks, I guess, that go with it that, I guess, ease that feeling and kind of makes it worth it because you feel like you're at least getting your deserved cut. I guess you could say that about any S&P 500 company, though, right? Or you know, yeah, Fortune 500 you're, company. You're, you're always feeding the top. Well, I'm just saying you get great benefits there, but you're kind of a corporate drone, you know? But that's a trade-off that a lot of people are happy to make. I yeah. wouldn't say that I'm below that or above that, rather. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's there's just like, I mean, everything. There's benefits and drawbacks, but depending on the person, it's... Uh, it can be worth it. Yeah. If you got the time. <laughs> exactly. Um, they said they're going to get out of it through um, a combination of bank borrowing and accounting maneuvers to ensure that the dead deal costs have minimal impact on partner earnings. 
And then it went into like all of the stuff they're going to do in the accounting work. And I was like, oh my God, I don't understand any of this. Oh my. Well, fucking accounting I, form of, I, firm. Of course, they're going to make it like convoluted. Yeah. Holy shit. It was so complicated. All you and had was, to say they was. They were dumbing it down for like the average and, listener. And uh, I heard all I needed to know. <laughs> Seems like the worst time to borrow money right now. I, and they also mentioned that they think this Carmen guy is going to get fired for sure. They're, they're global chairman and, and chief executive. Wow. Boo-hoo. <laughs> retire maybe, maybe two years early. I was, I was about to say, maybe he can actually go home to his wife and kids and enjoy his <laughs> life instead of drone on on, the, on a corporate manager. And I did see that like there was a bunch of partners at the EY US firm that are like super furious because they were going to make multiple million dollars from the payout of this deal. And I was just like not going through it all. So mm. or maybe they'll just fire those people. And it won't matter. Are uh, we just about done here? I, I, I think that's it. What, a, what another successful week on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I hope Noah puts some cool music in at the end so it doesn't sound so awkward. <laughs>